So we usually run when we're doing some sports, no? Maybe those who are fond of athletics, I don't know if you do athletics here in Australia. I'm sure some run in cricket, no? And sometimes you have to run fast. If they leave you, no? they let you to run. So we know that um, apart from sports, uh, many children love to run. I, I'll share this with you. you know, yesterday we were here with, with speaking with Julie and, and Joe, and all of a sudden her, her grandchild no, disappeared no, because he went out running. You no, know? Because children love running. No, It's, it's part of the, their energy. It's part also of their um, running to discover around, to discover new places. So sometimes also we run when there is something urgent. So parents, like what, what Julie did then, no? she went to run after him. She didn't see him, and she had to run eh? urgently to, to see where he was, where, where he was. So that's what parents and parents, carers do, no? So when, when, when you run, there's this sense of, of urgency, eh? of going uh, somewhere because it's, it's, it has to be done. You don't, you don't have time to walk, but you have to run. And we see this running today in the gospel when we read about Peter. Because Peter also ran to the tomb. He went so in a hurry to the tomb. And we, we ask what made him run? Because the gospel also told us that when they, the eleven, including Peter, heard uh, the woman speaking about this resurrection, they thought it was nonsense. So... It's really interesting how, how Peter decides to run, despite not believing what was happening, what, what the, the women told them. It could be that because they were women, no, that, they, that they did not uh, believe them immediately. We don't know, but we're sure that he ran, he ran to the tomb, he ran with his doubts, he ran with his sadness, because he was still sad. Of, about what happened to Jesus. Jesus was dead. We're sure that he ran, and when he ran, he ran with his disillusionment. We're, he ran also thinking about his denial. This was only two days later, and, and, and I'm sure that Peter had this still in mind. No, he, he did not um, say that he was one of, of Jesus. So, so he, he ran, he ran to the tomb, yet despite this unbelief that he had, that the gospel uh, speaks about, despite all that he had been through. But we know that there is a change in Peter, because if not, he would have stayed with the others. The other ten stayed there. Huh? They did not rise up. They, they stayed in, in, the, in the chanacle, in the room. They remained there. But Peter did, decided to rise up. Peter decided to, to go to the tomb. Peter decided to run to see what's happening, to see and to find Jesus. So, so he did not remain there. When you run from one place to another, you're leaving a place. So Peter decided to, to, to do, not, do not remain there with his thoughts. Peter decided that he did not want to give up and to, to stand there in that surrounding atmosphere that they were in, in their sadness, eh? in their gossiping maybe, in their, in their thoughts, no? in their discouragement. Peter decided to go away, to run away from that place. He was not consumed by the fear, by the darkness that the other apostles 
were in. So he decided not to focus on himself, on what he was going through, but he rather decided to run to Jesus, to run to find Jesus again, to run to see what's happening to Jesus, what Jesus has done. And the gospel tells us that he returned amazed at what he has seen. He has seen nothing, but surely that he, he lived uh, already. He started to live this resurrection because he came back amazed at what was happening. As did also the woman. The woman also went. They went quietly in the morning. They went walking. They went thinking that they will find Jesus there. That, But when they arrived, they also were frightened. They also had the sense of fear in their lives. They also were sad of what had happened and of also what had, had they found there. Or, or, or what they did not find rather than what they found. And they were deeply affected then by the words of the angels who asked them, why do you seek the living among the dead? That's a very important question even for us today. Why do you seek the living among the dead? Jesus is telling us today also through the angels, you cannot discover life. You cannot, you cannot have your meaning of your life if you remain imprisoned in yourself. We also have to break our tombs. We also have to go out of ourselves. We also have to, to leave our heavy burdens. We also have to go out our past failures. We also have to leave out of our resentments. We all have our sealed tombs. We all have our, legs of, of, our lack of hope. We all have our tombs, which we sometimes decide to stay in them. Like the, what the eleven did. They decided to remain there in their fear, in their darkness, in their fragilities, in their failures. So we also have to let the risen Lord enter into these places, into this, this place in our hearts, into these spaces where, where we have these darkness in our lives. And this is the Christian hope that we're celebrating today. This is the resurrection that we're, we, we are truly celebrating throughout this night. This is not an absence of problems. When Christ comes to our lives, when, when he is risen in our hearts, this is not magic. Jesus does not put away all the problems. Jesus does not... Tell us this in, in, in nowhere in his Gospels. Yet our hope is this certainty that we are loved by him. That, he, that we are always forgiven by him. This certainty that he already conquered our sin. That he already conquered our death. He already conquered our fear. So that's what throughout this night, throughout this week, throughout these 50 days now to come, we are celebrating. We are celebrating this hope, as St. Paul says to the Romans, we are celebrating the fact that nothing and no one will be ever able to separate us from the Lord's love. This is our Christian hope. This is the good news that tonight we're all celebrating. This is the good news that we have as Christians. That the Lord is with us. That his love never fails. That he's always with us. That he's always forgiving us. That he's always giving us this new life in our lives. And this light 
which we receive tonight, we are called to announce it to others. We are called that this light, which is so, so bright in our lives, this good news that we are celebrating, we are called to deliver it to others. In a way, that's what we celebrated tonight, even when we started this vigil. We had the light, huh? the, the, we took the light from the Easter candle, and then we were passing it on to others. That's what we have to make, not only tonight, but also in our whole lives. That this good news, that this light, we do not keep it to ourselves. If it's good news for us, it is good news for so many others. For so many people who are still burdened by their sadness. For so many people who are still struggling to find meaning in their lives. For so many people who do not have hope in their lives. They are waiting for your light. They are waiting that you give them your light. That you give them not your light, but Jesus' light, which you are called to carry to these people. I remember once I happened to be in Greece when there was the Easter celebration. It's very interesting that in the Orthodox Church, the, the Christians there, when they get the light from, from the vigil of Easter, they take it with um, they take the candle which is still lit to their home. So if you, you're around, you'll see these Christians in Greece taking the light on, on, on the bus and in their cars, and they take it to their homes. It's so significant, know that this light, we cannot keep it to ourselves. If it's truly good news for us, if, if we truly believe that Christ is risen, that Christ is with us, that he is truly risen in our lives, this is such a wonderful use, news that we have to be more eager to share it with others, that we have to be, it, that it has to be more easily for us, that we share it in our lives, especially with those people who really need this light in their lives. And one last reflection which I would like to share with you tonight is this, this hope. What strengthens this hope in us? What strengthens this light in us? What strengthens this hope of the Lord? And I remind you what the angels said to the woman. He told them, remember what Jesus told you. And this is also our hope. This is also an invitation to each and every one of us tonight that we also remember his words. Remember what he has told you personally in your lives. You have to remember what Jesus has done with you in your lives. This is our hope. This is what you've been through. This is your personal experience and this gives you more hope. This is also what we've seen tonight in the readings. Huh? Maybe some will say, oh, too many readings tonight. But these readings remind us of Lord's story with the Jewish people. He was with them. We, we read again the Genesis, the Exodus with the, from the prophets. We read the story of salvation, the Lord, what he has done with the people, with his people. And we have also to remember what the Lord has done in our lives. We have also to remember our encounter with the Lord, our past encounters with the Lord. So many words that the Lord has given us through, through, through the word, through, through mass, through the celebrations. This is what will enlighten our hope in our lives. This is what will increase our hope in our lives. If not, 
if we forget what the Lord has done with us, if we forget what the Lord has done in our lives, then we will become hopeless Christians, truly, eh? without hope, hopeless Christians. So let us pray today as we celebrate the certainty that Christ is alive. Let us remember that Easter is this time to run. The Easter is this time to run away of our tombs, to run away from what is keeping us in ourselves, to run out to the tomb and there to meet Jesus again, who is alive. And when we run to Jesus, we're sure that Jesus will send us, will tell us to run to others. Eh? Jesus always instills in us this urgency that this good news that he is risen, we do not keep it to ourselves, but we run with it. We run to give it to others because this is so urgent and that's why we're called to run away with this news not simply walking away not simply passing away with that we have to, to run with this news and share this good news that the lord is risen and not keep it to ourselves but to share it with all those who meet in our lives